Imagine if you will, a show about dorks. The podcast today, we're going to be talking about the new Twilight Zone. Uh, also, a, a little bit about Avengers Endgame. Tickets went on sale. Uh, we're also uh, going to talk about the Joker trailer dropped. You know, a lot of people are, are a little bit mixed on it. Uh, and maybe something else, but uh, we'll get right into it. Here's the intro. Speaking of which, here's the intro. <laughs> Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Okay, dorks, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, Twilight Zone? Imagine. Sorry, Sorry Leo. <laughs> uh, I'm up for Dying Twilight Zone. I am. I, I'm. I'm. I. This was the show very high on my must watch list this year. When they announced that, what, last year they were going to re bring this back and Jordan Peele was going to be executive producing it, that Jordan Peele was on uh, on board executive producer as well as they kind of announced some of the, the, the actors and writers and directors involved in this project and how it was going to be on CBL, uh, CBS All Access, it piqued my interest. Other than the paywall, I, I wasn't a fan that it was going to be behind a paywall. But knowing, seeing what I've already seen, I'm glad it's behind the paywall because I don't think it would have fit in the uh, the the actual network television that CBS has turned into, between its Jags and all that stuff. Um, Jags, Jag, Jag. I don't know. These how, how long? When's the last time you watched CBS? <laughs> if, you, if you take away, if, if you take away sports, uh, 1938. I like that um, it had color. Does CBS still have that? Or have that. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. Um, me, me and Jen watched it uh, the first episode on on Monday. Uh, we just actually watched the second episode uh, about about an hour ago. We finished it, um, but I enjoyed it. Um, I figured, you know, I want everybody else's initial reactions to it. Uh, I mean, we can talk about each episode individually because I have thoughts on uh, both of them. Yeah. So, but I like it. I like how Jordan Peele's the narrator. He is perfectly suited in that role. Uh, I was telling Jen every time he kind of does his little thing, I get goosebumps because he does that perfect like monotone, oh, yeah. explaining it to a T. And like I, I, the one thing I picked up the second time is when he goes like right with the first intro, he does the whole like uh, other eyebrow raise when he's like Twilight Zone. He goes like like that kind of like all right, you know, we're gonna add this little bit of disbelief even more because basically like he's winking. I feel like that's a wink to the crowd, being like, let's go, like we're ready, we're we're we're, we're doing this, so. Also, if you have the, if you, if you're in the show, if you're in the shoes of Sterling, you're, you're going to take it as seriously as you can. And I thought he did a great job. I mean, Force Whitaker did a good job as the narrator in the 2000s version. Like that role is a very good role to be in, but you have to cast it per correctly. You can't have like, 
Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, or like you know, Kate Kate McKinnon, or you know, or women, right, guys? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just trying to think of like I'm kidding. Be, be, I'm kidding. <laughs> because I mean, you couldn't do. Um, I, I would want Tilda Swinton if they were going to cast anyone as a female Serling like surrogate uh, place. G- Gillian Anderson, like that would have been good. But you know, you can't have like a uh, the, who who was his partner? It was Jordan Peele and uh, Key uh, Keegan yes. Yeah, you couldn't have him be the narrator. No, you could. Why I not? could see. I could see him doing it. I I don't think so because I think. I think going to be an Obama translator. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I just think, I, just, I think the way that Jordan portrays it, I see him. I'm like, I can see him being that narrator. I can't look at him being like, and I saw that more when he started doing press for us in get out. When I started seeing that connection, like he could do that. Mm-hmm. When I've seen Jordan, Michael kind of be a little bit more, not, no, it's I, whatever. I mess up his name. Uh, Jordan, Michael, Michael Jordan, that guy. Um, it's doing Kate it. Hill, Jordan, Jordan Michael, uh, Jordan Michael Key. So it was just one of those things. Like I just couldn't, I just couldn't see it. Like at the end of the day, I see Jordan Peele, I see him. Its voice is perfect for that that character. So, also side note, I didn't know Rod Ron Sterling was from Bingham, New Hampshire, uh, New York. Oh, he grew oh, up. Yeah. He, he grew up there, and the carousel that's in that town has uh, on the side of it clips from all his episodes. Wow, that's awesome. I I, I would also. How terrified would you be if Rod Serling like got his car broke down and he walked up to your door like during that time period? How terrifying would it be for ha- just seeing him out in public in a black in a black suit with a cigarette? If he walked into a diner, you would shit your pants. You'd I'm be like, like oh something's my God. going down. My <laughs> <laughs> life. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to touch on one thing first, the paywall. Now, you know, on our Sunday show, we have uh, Wolfie, which uh, will never do any sort of paywall and is absolutely pissed that, you know, Star Trek is beyond, uh, beyond the paywall of CBS All Access. Uh, but this year is, you know, I think the only thing wrong with the service is the name. I think they should have named it something other than CBS All Access. Um, as a streaming service, I, I think they're handling it perfectly. You know, just the amount of content they have, the amount they charge. I mean, it's only what, like... How much are they charging? I think it's what, six like... Six bucks a month? Yeah, six bucks a month. And you have, you have access to their complete show library? Yep. Mm. Including all the old Twilight Zones that, even the ones you can't watch on Prime or, or Netflix, there's a season, like the third or fourth season of the, the original run of the Twilight Zone, you can't watch. You only can watch it on uh, on CBS All Access. Yeah. I was a fan that they released it on the first episode on Netflix. Yeah. Well, that same thing they did with um, Star Trek. Uh, they had the very first episode on uh, just regular CBS, and they might have done it on uh, YouTube as well. But then episode two, uh, you know, it, uh, it was a two-parter, the, the first uh, show. So um, yeah. I, don't mind I only saw the first one on free on YouTube. When I watched the when I watched the episode, um, I just feel like behind the paywall they, they can have a little bit more freedom than being chained down by a corporate uh, a network sensor. Um, and you see that a little bit. It's a, it's a, there's there's language in there that you couldn't say on network television. Like it's just they drop the you know they they drop they say fucking all that stuff pretty <gasps> regularly on the episodes. But again, I, I think some of the material they do talk about, you can get away with and have a little bit higher budget if it's behind a paywall. Yeah. Um, and if, like I said, you know, there's well, only 10 episodes, two of them have already been released. 
the two so far I, I I've enjoyed and and the production quality is there. Well, so I mean, if that's what you're gonna get, I'm I'm gonna be okay with because like I said, I don't mind paying ten bu- you know fifteen bucks for two months of this service. Well, that's the great. Wait until all of them come out though. So that's my thing. They they are not releasing them all at once because they know everybody would just get the trial, well, watch them all, and then what then get off because I'm sure that's exactly the reason why. Yeah, that there that's exactly what I would do. That's why I'm waiting for all of them to be released. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, like, oh, you got to pay your credit card in for this free trial. Oh, you binge it all in one day. Oh, well, uh, cancel. Well, you cancel. <laughs> I mean, Hulu's doing that now too. They did it with Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah. Hulu's um, so Hulu does uh, weekly shows, and uh, now CBS All Access. Uh, what I really love about it is, you know, like you say, the the production quality. But since they're only doing a limited run of shows. I mean, that's, this is a great thing about uh, these, uh, you know, like Netflix and everything, just 10 episodes. That's a perfect, you know, uh, way to go. Just bite-sized seasons rather than, you know, 26, uh, you know, episodes you need to slog through if you decide to watch the whole season all at once. I think it's also quality. Yes. They yep. wanted to invest in the quality, especially since this is a tender show for people, especially since they're remaking a few of them. I'm sure they want to show that like they care, that, that they want they want to work in the craft of what the Twilight Zone yeah. is and represents. Well, it's, and it, it's the same thing. It, it also, also, you can flush out a story and make the story. You only have 10 to make, and like Alex said, you're making a couple of remakes. You're going to put the time and energy to make sure it's done right. Yeah. Yep. And, and and you see that, especially in Nightmare at 30,000 Feet, which we can talk about, you see the the, the, the care and the, the the energy and the quality they put into that episode to make it its own, but also harken back to Shatner and Lithgow. That's how I felt about The Comedian, but also what I think is awesome is that the free one they put on YouTube, The Comedian, is their own one, isn't it? It's not based on anything. It's their, it's their a, own. It's an original story. And but they said the majority of that's why I love that one because it's like I can see this as the black and white one. I can see this as a one they remade. There is that kind of like, you know, imagine if you will type situation where this is what's happening. Could easily see it, you know, being so, like clearly toned down back in the early ones, but still like this is interesting. So, so with with the first episode, uh, Alex, why don't you kind of tell us about the first episode? What is it about? The first episode is about a struggling comedian who is bombing on stage and he's not getting it. He's not getting the laughs he wants. And he meets a very, you know, famous comedian that pops up at the bar and he's like, oh, hey, if you they don't care about these weird, you know, uh, philosophical weird jokes, they want something personal from you. And so he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I can do this like, well. If that, if you want to be rich, if you want to be famous, if you want to be where I was, you know, you got to do it. And he's like, yeah, sure. And with every great joke, he, every joke he does about a certain person comes a greater loss. And that person might not be around after that. So, and that's kind of cool. Is like, I think, first of all, Tracy Morgan was awesome. In yes, that he was. Yep. Yeah. Like I looked at Jen being like, if he's supposed to be the devil, I want I want him to show back up as the devil, like Br- British Meredith did in the the original Twilight Zone, how he came back as the devil a couple different times. Yeah, like because at the end of the episode, you see him sitting at the bar again, and it's a different comedian. Yep, and it's the same reaction. Do you have any notes for me? Um, and basically, I yeah, that's the guy right there. 
it's Camille Nagiani, but did you uh, see the t the tweet he put out on Twitter? No. He put, quote, I hope they don't ruin the Twilight Zone reboot by making uh, sociopolitical arguments, dash a true Twilight Zone fan. <laughs> um, I mean, with that, and you see it pretty early on, and the one thing, I liked it. My two takeaways of that episode, A, the slow burn was fantastic. Yep. It grilled you. It, it literally set you there, kind of catching around on your way. The other side of it is, it was, I think, about 10 minutes too long. And, Je and that's what kind of Jen said, too. It was about, I felt like it was 10 minutes. She felt like it was 10 minutes too long, too. But also, too, was towards the end of it, you only have one of three possible outcomes for a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. It's you have the redemption arc. The you, you have one, it's the redemption. You get to the full redemption. Or he just goes down with the ship. Or it's a random twist. Like, nothing you could do to kind of go either way. But one, you, you... one thing I liked that you're saying is that w because you want to feel like what would you do in that situation? I like during that slow burn they actually were like like he's testing out what he can and cannot do, which I think was really great. Where it's like, oh yeah, that's what I would do in that situation. Figuring he out discovers like... the powers and how they work and yeah. But but what got me, which was very interesting, was in the episode where he talks about the the friend, her the the the, the instructor. Because before that, if you remember. He's literally just talking about fringe, fringe people from high school and college that they don't affect his everyday life. But now when he talks about someone who is two people removed from him that had a big impact on his life, you start seeing, and, I, and that's what I saw was like, he realized like, oh my God, what did I do? Um, and that, in that point I was like, okay, like this, and cause you kind of see in his mind being like, this got really serious very quickly. And then that's where he just goes off the deep end. Yeah. And and there's that point in that episode too is like, is what is he going to, because you get that burn is building up to that point where he's on stage and he has a choice to make. How selfish is he? How selfish is he? And is he going to take the advice of the comedian or is he going to just do his own thing and do what's right? I don't want to spoil it because again, Yo-Yo's there and it's actually a really good episode. And yeah, you should check it out. Again, um, you can spoil it all you want to. I'm still going to watch it. No, but we don't want to spoil it because it's a Twilight Zone episode. Also, we don't want to spoil it for our listeners as well. It, it's, it's the twist. I did not see it coming. Uh, you know, and it's, uh, it, let me correct myself. I thought it was going to go a totally different way. And the way they did it was absolutely beautiful, and it was uh, just really, really well done. And it, it it's it's a dark story. I mean, both of them were really dark, but I mean, like, I was still thinking about it that night after watching it. I was like, holy crap. And then I tried watching a comedy show on Netflix, and I, I couldn't. I was like, this is wigging me out. <laughs> yeah. That, and, during the end of that thing, it's like everyone they mentioned is gone. Yeah, and, and that's the funny thing. Towards the end of it, you, you see the effect of that 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 decision he makes and being like, is that all he had to do from the beginning? Like, if he did that from the beginning, would like you then start rethinking about the episode and kind of the and rewatch it, and, and because you want to, because I want, because I, I kind of want like you're with you. I want to rewatch it to a point. Be like, I want to see if I pick anything up, like because they're pretty clear about what these the power can do. Um, and you want to be there, like, did I miss anything? Like, what did I miss? Like, like, did something happen before the episode started? Yeah, like, you know how how it's like, oh, so is that what's going on? I also feel like because in there they're like Eddie's note with no apostrophes. That was pretty prompt. Oh, like, yeah. it's one of those things they made a big point of it, and I was sitting there being like, is that going to come back? 
like remember the whole thing they made a big the 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 nephew was like oh i get it do you think in this series they're actually going to try to weave stuff together i hope not like i said the only thing i would want is if they have um tracy morgan as that devil character Mm -hmm. um kind of pop his head in every once in a while just like i said like burgess meredith did Back but I mean, I mean, like, in a sense that, like, there are small Easter eggs for some of them that will come later. I don't think so. I think you're going to see Easter eggs in the stories from classic um, from classic episodes. Yeah. Like Nightmare at 30,000 30, Feet, you see the doll is the original gremlin. Yeah. So that was a nod. There's also another one you see in the trailers of the devil head on the um, jukebox or whatever. That was in an old episode of The Twilight Zone. Like, I think you're going to see more... Easter eggs of to the point, but yeah. I don't think you're gonna see these. No, I, I not not too many connections, but I I also like uh I was really uh I was really hoping this would not be like Black Mirror because I was like oh you know they're uh, I don't want it to be like that like oh and you know technology is bad and all that other kind of stuff or something and it was gonna you know because a lot of Black Mirror ends off on the same note you know even when it's pretty good but uh I liked what it was because this feels like Twilight Zone this feels like a Twilight Zone episode. You know, and I think that is a hard thing to capture where it's like it's a hypothetical, you know, and it's like, what what would that story be? And not just like, here's a cautionary tale about bullshit. It's like, no, this is like you kind of feel for it. Like uh, like uh, because I think there's always the best episodes of Classic Twilight Zone are when you empathize with the protagonist in some way. Even if they're a dirtbag criminal or anything else like that, you empathize with the important and can understand where they're coming from. Yeah. You know? and, I mean, too, yeah. all the good stories is when they put the mirror up against society. And Jordan yeah. Peele even said, like, we're going to be doing that. We are going to be talking about issues that some people don't want us to talk about. And th- and that's what the Twilight Zone was. They talked about, like, McCarthyism. They talked about, you know, segregation. They talked about big social issues, and they put it in a disguise of aliens and science fiction yeah. and time travel. There and- are legit people getting mad that it's political. Yeah. Did you not watch the original the original twilight zone like rob and said that this is what we have to do like someone t- someone a friend of mine watched it and told me that he heard people complaining that there was uh, it wasn't as disturbing or something like that that i didn't find it that scary or like whatever unsettling and it's like yeah you didn't find unsettling because you can't read between the lines you know you can't understand why it's terrifying they're the, they're the exact same people that only find horror movies scary if it's just full of jump scares. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you got to think too is like Twilight Zones is not supposed to be a scary show. It's supposed to just unnerve you to a point yeah. being like, oh my God, like this, this is X. Like I can see where, like the comedian, it boils down to what will you do to be famous? Will you yeah. sacrifice everything you love and care about to be famous and achieve this goal? That's yeah. what that thing is. And it talks about like social media and being loved and doing all that stuff. Like that's huge. That's huge in this culture right now yeah. is you want to be liked by everybody and you don't care what you do to get where you need to be or where you think you need to be. And, and, you know, and I, and that's what that was. And if, if people can't see that, it's like, then you're watching the wrong show. Like if you want to watch or, or, or you need to read more scared. books or get an education or something. Cause my God, it's, if that's it's, the case, watch Treehouse of Horror with The Simpsons because they reference the Twilight Zone enough episodes in that. If that's what you want, that's the type of low-level thinking you want of these shows. I think it's too highbrow for some of these people. Too highbrow. <laughs> I think there's too much highbrow, like especially in Simpsons. There would be like, what? So what? 
Who cares? Why did Lisa have a rotten tooth she kept? You know, that's gross. Yeah. It's based on what? Who cares? Old show, black and white, it's not in color. What? Stupid. Dumb. Spe- um, speaking of highbrow. <laughs> coffee? Are we just uh, a coffee translation? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Segment? The, well, no, the actually, that made me think of uh, uh, the highbrow humor from Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, Alf. But that's for another show. That's for the next one. Uh, but I just actually did want to make a break for Deadly Grounds. You know, talk about our official sponsor tonight. I am drinking pumpkin, and uh, you really couldn't wait until we've talked about the second episode. I see how it is, Leo. Hey, caught in the middle of our discussion. I, I, is is there any night where you're not drinking pumpkin though? Uh, I am out of pumpkin. So imagine, am, imagine if you will. Oh, so, so soon there will be a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, matter of fact, tomorrow morning I mixed the last of my pumpkin with maple walnut. So, uh, whoa, I'm drinking, I'm drinking Cumberland Farms coffee right now because I haven't got my deadly grounds yet. Okay, I'm mean, suffering at the moment. I'm, I am so sorry. Well, if you want to get your own deadly grounds, just check out. Tell the show us, notes. Leo. <laughs> check How out- do we do it, Leo? Tell us. Uh, check out the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're listening to us, and uh, you'll find a link to Deadly Grounds. It's uh, getdeadly.com or deadlygroundscoffee.com. Both will work, but they have awesome flavors. It's not super caffeinated coffee. It's just just the right amount of caffeine. Or you can get decaf like uh, like uh, Alex drinks, but uh, they don't have all the flavors of decaf, though. What, what, what are you drinking? Yeah, uh, way, to put, way to bring it up and put it down. It's our sponsors. They're all great. Just do it. God. <laughs> check, ch- check out this co- commercial. Why, with why would you bring it down right when you elevate something if it's a product that you're selling to people? They're, ah, they're sponsors. Don't like, I like them, but not all of them. No, 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 uh, no, no. no throw no. me under the bus because I'm drinking decaf. <laughs> I'm drinking decaf so I don't get ulcers because of medical issues. God damn it. It's a, it, and with that, everybody, here's a zombie telling you about Deadly Grounds Coffee. Here God damn it! Shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good. <laughs> It's scary. Okay, we're back. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Absolutely love it. Buy it. Drink it. Death by Chocolate. Um, so, Leo, you, you saw the second episode, right? Yep. And what do you think about that? So the second episode is The Nightmare at 30,000 Feet, which is the, re, the re-retelling of the William Shatner episode. Yep. Is that the one with the gremlin on the wing? Yeah, that's the. Oh, you one. spoiled it. Well, not not this one. No, uh, nope, this it, one is uh, really good. It's a okay. po- it's a podcast on the wing. <laughs> yeah, it's podcast on the wing. So, Leo, speaking Leo, of what, which, yeah, what is uh, what's the what's the second episode about? Well, uh, so you have uh, uh this one uh character. He's uh. He's making a flight, and he finds a podcast in a seat in the podcast is a mystery podcast of what happened to flight what was it 18 10 15 10 15 and that happens to be the flight he's on and as he listens to the podcast uh it starts describing what's actually happening uh and it talks about the flight flight disappearing nobody knows why and uh yeah it gets pretty pretty freaky it's uh 
Ooh, I love this already. Yeah. So, 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 so Adam Scott is the yes. William Shatner character, as everyone knows from Piranha 3D. That's a great pull of that one, or Parks and Parks and Rec, whatever you want to do. What? Um, um but yeah, no, it's it, 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 he his he's on flight 1015 to Tel Aviv, and the flight takes off at 1015, and there's a bunch of these coincidences that it's 1015. Um, and he gets sits down and he finds just an MP3 player in his in the compartment and he starts listening to the podcast and like Leo said, it's beat by beat of what's actually happening on the plane. And they basically says like the last thing they heard at eleven fifteen was good night, good good night, New York. And he looks at his watch and it's ten forty five. So now he's like trying to convince people, you know, something's going to happen. So there's no like gremlin on the wing. It's basically him being like, you have to listen to me. Something's going to happen. So it's like him falling into legit paranoia at that point. Yep. Because he's listening to it. Like one part is like, he's on a podcast and was like, oh yeah. At 1021, a bird hit the engine. And then he looks up at the clock. It says 1021. And then the bird hits the engine like right away. And then as he's listening to the podcast, more and more freaky stuff starts to happen. And um, in the in the ending of the episode was awesome. Yes, it was. It was something I did not think was going to happen. Okay. And then when me and Jen talked about it, I came to the realization of who that character actually was in relation to that story. Okay. okay. Explain. Were there any sponsor breaks? Uh, what, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's up to these guys if you if I want to give the the ending away and what I think who he turns into. Who, who, who well, he turns no, into. No, no. My question was: Was there any sponsor breaks during the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and this horrible nightmare is also sponsored by Blue Apron. Blue yeah. Apron. <laughs> um, so I, I can I can give you what I think who the character turned into into in kind of that ending point, but I don't know if I want to spoil it for these two guys who haven't seen Ouch. it. Ouch. So if you, Alex, you want to take off your headphones, I'll. And I don't think Yo-Yo cares. Yeah, or anyone listening, no matter what. Well, so. well, tell you what, it's the Twilight Zone, Yo-Yo. That's so, all it has. So, so, so for people who don't want to know about this, this, the twist in this episode, just take fast off forward. your headphones. Fast forward. Fast forward. Um, can you put or, like a timestamp underneath so people can read, like where they can jump to? Well, yeah, we'll, like we'll in it. That. Like if it's not too hard to do, just because I know there's some people that probably, because I know when I listen to audio and I skip ahead, I'll skip right to right when they say <laughs> the horrible spoiler. <laughs> and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, oh yes, Thanos is actually Junior. There's a bigger oh. Thanos named Thanos Two, and he is bigger and stronger and deeper purple. And also, he loves listening to Deep Purple. All right, we'll tell you when to come back on, Alex. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to know? Or you don't care. I'm good. I'll still, right. I'll still watch it. Okay. So I, I need explanation, James. So he turned into the gremlin. Oh. He he caused the crash. He did. Yeah. He, so he. Oh. He became the thing he was preventing. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. But yeah. So yeah. He was the gremlin. Yeah. Okay. He was the guy on the wing. Like I said, gentlemen, like they turned him into the bad guy. Because you got to think, in the original two episodes, he wasn't, the plane landed fine. Yeah. Because they interceded with him and they stopped him from doing that. Yeah. 
and then when he when he discovers that the the pilot was the guy who crashes the plane yep he who 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 was the one who told him to crash the plane yeah he did yep and he, he turned into the gremlin yeah and he and then, and the only reason I and pointed out, what was the first thing you saw after they cut to the beach scene was the doll of the original gremlin from the first episode oh. and then it went right to him and then they go to the then he picks up the podcast again yep. and listens to it and then he finds out what his fate is yep oh my that his fate was oh my god that was awesome <laughs> I can't I can't I sat there they, 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 they fucking killed him yeah like, holy crap! Oh, such it was such a good episode. Oh yeah, three months later, everybody like, was rescued yeah. except for one person, which they never found. So yeah, just don't forget to timestamp that, Leo, so we okay. can put it in the notes. Then. Yep. So, um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Like I said, this one was a lot shorter. It was only like 30, 40 minutes long without commercials. With commercials, it probably came almost an hour long. But I, I, I'm not. I, I don't mind the. I don't mind paying like the commercials with the CBS. I, yeah. They're not long. Um, <laughs> and there he goes. So yeah. and I, I love I, it that Alex has Batman blankets. <laughs> yep. I'm looking forward to it. I, I I already like. I'm looking forward to the next episode, which looks really good. Um. But like I said, they got some pretty cool plots coming out. They have like the kid president looks like it's going to be an episode. They have a space one. They have some other things. So yeah. I think Thanos the whole time. Yeah. yeah damn it. You missed it. <laughs> so uh, they have uh, they have three episodes listed on uh, IMDb right now. So we talked about the comedian nightmare at 30,000 feet. And then next week is uh, episode three replay. A woman believes she's experiencing the same moments over and over again. And, uh, yep, that's the one with the uh, the cop. Yep. So, uh, and so yeah, I, I I'm digging it so far, but you know, it's uh, is I've this been... worth getting it for yes. these two episodes? Um, I... I I I would be with Yo-Yo if you want. If you wanted to wait until they're all up and available, and then or unless you can steal Leo's password. Well, uh, you can't because it's through my Amazon account. So uh, yeah, see, mine is too. I can't share it with you. Yeah. I, I, uh, also, I I really I really want to just get them all on Blu-ray. I would rather watch it also. I can get like bonus features and stuff because I want to see outtakes. Okay. One thing I would recommend if you are a Star Trek fan, get CBS All Access for Twilight Zone and. While you're waiting for new episodes, get caught up on Star Trek Discovery. I'm telling you, this is literally my favorite Star Trek series of all time. It, it is. I faded. I faded off on Star Trek Discovery. Did you finish the first season? No, I got halfway through. Yeah. So, did you get to the twist? Yeah, that they they, they go. It's a parallel universe. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I know the whole second half of the episode okay. season is they're in so, the other universe. So think back to the multitude of Star Trek series. When has there ever been a totally phenomenal season one? Um, Next Generation? No, Next Generation season one was kind of lame. That's why they say season two, they grew the beard. Because that's when Riker grew the beard and the season started growing into its own. Season two of Discovery... They grew the beard. The season, the show is really turning into its own. And uh, okay. 
I believe you. Okay. I just, I just, I just, it was tough for me to get in. It's, I'm having well, trouble keeping it going. You know what? Uh, if you want to, you know, maybe skip most of the first season, just watch like the last couple episodes. And then. Yeah, because yeah, I know they go to the other universe and. Everyone yeah. thinks I'm Wesley because I don't have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I yeah, mean, so, so... season two stands all on its own, but, you know, get it just for Twilight Zone and six bucks a month. You know, it's uh, just add it on your Amazon account. It's definitely worth it. Like I said, it was one of those things that we were, we once they announced it, um, that there was going to happen, we were going to be like, we got to get it just for that. I mean, realistically, the Twilight Zone sold me at the Super Bowl with the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. When I kind of sat there and I was like, okay, I'm I'm on board. Um, and then, of course, it's like, you know, you see that all-star cast. You know, Seth Rogen's in an episode. Like, they're pulling out all the stops on this. And... Well, it was worrisome too because we we look on IMDb and some other things. It was only at like two stars for a while, and I think it was because everybody's watching that first episode. And that first episode again, I feel like it's a hit or miss with some people because, like, like Alex said, is there some people are going to watch this episode being like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, what was the big deal? Or what was the or, twist? What or, was the what was the horror? The freak out. Those, those, and plus, I would also say those type of people who just really don't get it also are the same type of people of why we make cautionary signs at zoos for people not to climb over the fence. Well, you're also going to get the the people that are pissed off because it's beyond a pay uh, uh, a paywall. You know, they're going to watch the first episode, think it's cool, but then oh fuck, it's beyond a paywall. I don't want that. CBS should be free, but this is not CBS. This is CBS All Access. They got to change the name. It's just another CBS Extreme. Yeah. I, mean, I I get the whole idea of the play wall because black people are dropping cable because yep. it's mm -hmm. why am I paying for all this so I totally understand if you want to continue having good entertainment you have to pay for it exactly like, and you can't because I think that's one of the issues with the culture like nowadays when it comes to like apps and things like that like everybody expects things everything to be free to hand, be handed to them but it's not yeah, it can't like you can't create things and just give them away if you're to survive in this world. Yep, so, mm -hmm. I understand it. Facts. And, and look at you I know agree. you know your cable bill. You know everybody's cutting the cord. And, you know you're paying two three hundred dollars for your cable to get all this crap that you don't even watch. This year, if you like Twilight Zone, if you like Star Trek, get CBS All Access, six bucks a month. If you don't like it, don't get it. Get Hulu for you know eight bucks or Netflix or whatever. You know, it's it's pick and choose what you want. Keep your bills low. There you go. Or or just wait for Disney Plus because they're gonna destroy with that. You need to pay for it. Yeah. If you want shitty entertainment, by all means, so find something free to watch. Oh yeah, buy, get get cable with reality TV. Watch the Kardashians. Or just watch YouTube. You can learn a lot of stuff from YouTube. It doesn't matter what people say. There's actually really great tutorials online. True. Yeah. I know when I went yep. to training school, I actually learned a lot more from YouTube than I actually did my, you know, training school. Well, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> uh, so All right. We, uh, we Get an education, people. So maybe you'll learn that Twilight Zone's actually a sociopolitical show, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, on that note, you know. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Joker. Look, there's a dipshit on the wing. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joker trailer dropped today. Yes. 
Oh, I, I, I can feel the enthusiasm right now. Uh, okay, so I have to tell you, when I first watched the trailer, I thought, ugh, oh my god, this is going to be so terrible. So, so terrible. Really? I've rewatched the trailer like about eight times now, and I'm absolutely oh. friggin' in love with it. I watched it when it dropped this morning, and I shared it with you guys. Um, my first thought was... Okay, um, but but it wasn't like a bad okay. It was kind of one of those like, man, I, I wasn't expecting this, because when you hear it's directed by Todd Phillips, and in in the stuff you kind of heard coming out from it was like, where are they gonna go with this? And that trailer dropped, and it was basically being like, oh, they're kind of taking some of all his origin stories. It looks like. And sprinkling it in this and then when they dropped like Arkham and Gotham like when they start dropping the stuff that was just Batman 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 yep. I was sitting there being like I'm on board I'm intrigued I will probably end up seeing this but I kind of don't know where the story is going to go and I'm glad about that we actually have the trailer actually gives away some stuff that mixed in with IMDb, uh, the man on the TV talking, uh, you know, who this, uh, you know, who would be this, you know, evil to do this, uh, whatever it was, uh, that is Thomas Wayne. And the boy he's pinching the cheeks is Bruce Wayne. Mm. Yep. Um, and when he's going on stage, I have I, I rewatched it a couple times. It looks like it's Thomas Wayne also on the stage. So maybe Joker kills the Waynes. No, I don't know because that, no, I don't know what think, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's too much break. Like I said, WB is going to take chances in these some of these stories, but they're not going to try to change the origin story of Batman. Like, yeah, I would rather have a. Like, could well, you imagine if they did a not, Pennyworth not really. TV series? I'd rather have that. But well, uh, I'm so glad that'll never happen. So uh, <laughs> actually, so Thomas Wayne's being played by Brett Cullen. Uh, Alfred Pennyworth is being played by Douglas Hodge, and it wouldn't be changing the '89 Batman Joker killed the Wayne. But it was still in the aisle outside the theater alley. It was still like that was because I still I still believe rewatching Batman 89 is Bruce Wayne is looking for someone to put on that and I don't believe that is the Joker killed his parents in the 89 Batman. If anyone's curious it was Joe Chill who killed Batman's parents. Yes. He's oh. a hired goon and he did it. He did it because of whatever. He wasn't supposed to, you know it was kind of, he went trigger happy he was only supposed to, you know, rob him or anything else but, um yeah, they, 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 they you you get the better origin story in Batman Begins, or even uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. They actually did a really great dark episode out of that really fun series. I don't know if you guys saw that one, but it was like a mob on his. It was like a mob boss on his dying deathbed, confessing to his doctor, who was actually Batman, saying like, "I can't believe he took his mom. They just ain't right. They took his mom." It's like, wow, this is this got dark for. Wow. Anyway. Well, uh, um, it looks like I like I like it's a, the makeup. I like his suit. 
I got a very much Batman return, uh, the Dark Knight Returns vibe with the live studio audience. Um, I got that's yeah. what I kind of got with that, and you know, you get a little bit of the Killing Joke. He looks like he does comedy, he's stand up comedy. Like you're getting some iconic pieces or tastes from the Joker's entire lineage that they're gonna sprinkle into this movie. You can see it's starting to break a bit. Yep. I'm super hoping it's going to be like him just cobbling together stuff and there's going to be like noticeable inaccuracies. Well, I hope that that's what I think that would be a brilliant way to do it. I mean, Alex said the best. What is, what is the Joker's origin story? Choose your own adventure or multiple choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping they go for. I'm hoping that like there's like obviously obvious cracks in his story he's just like clear like not clearly but like um, obvious for people like you or me who like obsess and like watch and look for those details i mean i mean other than arkham being right on the nose do you think um, they're gonna do time jumps i don't know because i don't know if it's gonna be like i said i, I could see him like flashbacking i can see and this is a, a captain marvel type story progression where you're going to be present day and they're going to flash back until the story meets up at like the climax. Yeah. Because yeah, so- what, what I'm, what part of me is kind of hoping for is that it does do the killing joke thing where he gets tasked to be the red hood and gets in that, you know, misunderstanding for the end of the movie. And it ends up on him turning to the camera and the full like bleach skin acid stuff. And that laughing part. I almost kind of wish that's where it ends. I kind of wish or hope that's where it ends, but I'm, I'm optimistic because I, because part of me was like, I really want more comic book accurate stuff out of DC. That's the little part of me that I want, but the artist in me definitely wants, you know, Oh, this is cool. They're going to take in this direction. Let, let, let them play with the characters. It doesn't need to be Canon, but let them just play with the characters. Like see, you know, To a point, like again, to a like Warner Brothers, but like you have this unbelievably great box of characters, and I'm just gonna use that as the best way. Let them take out and make their own stories with them, because that's what they did in the comics. They were like, yeah. let's throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks, and make a story out of that. And Elseworlds. Like, yeah, like you don't need to be like, okay, well we have Hush and we have Killing Joke and the Long the Long Halloween and uh, the Court of Owls. We got. That's the only stories we can do. Like, no. Let's let let's do a Joker Joker movie, and and see how it goes. This is what you need to do. These are the tools you get to play with. You know, just making a movie and see what happens. At the end of the day, it doesn't need to tie into Batman v Superman or Justice League or Shazam or any of that stuff. Just make a good, compelling story. And that's what it seems it's going to be. It, it's it looks like it just standing on its own. A story of a man slowly going insane. And why? Is it going to be that he had one bad day? Is that going to be... Because you kind of get that sense. Yeah. That's going to be all it takes is one bad day for you to lose your... To, to, to go crazy. Oh, and you, I think you're going to see that. Did you see there's already people making articles of which Joker is better? <laughs> It's it's gonna, uh, it, it just it even says it's a teaser and there's already people making anal, analyzing 
It's a let it come out. <laughs> I have, my top three jokers will never be supplanted, like unless it, somebody comes out of the woodwork. So, what are your top? Like three? If Mark Hamill just straight up does a Joker film one day, then maybe just like oh, okay. It's it, it's it's Hamill, Nicholson, Ledger, top three. There you done. go. I agree with that. Would you also put uh, Cesar uh, Romero? No, no. Um. Oh God! Come on, go easy go to name. Go on without me. I'll try to remember. This is gonna blurt it out randomly. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, the, the show can't really go on because I think Leo's right, right about to transition to a different topic. So. Of course he is. I know he is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare say speaking of which because I have it. John DiMaggio. Oh, from uh, uh, under the red under the uh, yeah, under the Red Hood. That it? Yes. No. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yes, that's him. He was awesome. I yeah. liked him. Um, Not again, top I, three, but would you put him in your top ten? Well, I don't. I, I don't think. I only think ten people have already played the Joker, like realistically, that I would count, because the Joker and Batman Begin, Bat, Batman Beyond, was Mark Hamill. <laughs> like, well, was he? <laughs> yeah, he was. No, no. Well, he was revealed to be the Joker, but you know, it was, it was Tim Drake. Anyway, I know, but the voice of the Joker was still Mark Hamill. I know. Um. So that's such a good episode. It's such a good movie. It's a really good movie. Do you ever watch the unrated one? Where he actually sees the spear through his heart? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, where he just pulls out a knife and starts shanking Batman. I didn't know that I didn't know they had an unrated cut. I picked up that DVD and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember watching this. It's great. Pulls out a knife out of I'm like, where is this going? <laughs> yeah, it's that and then you actually see the the spear through the heart. Yeah. And in the un oh, in, it's in the censored version you just see him do this. He goes, that's not funny. I uh, I really want to check out Justice League versus uh, um, was uh, was it the final five? Yeah, the final I heard, five. I heard that was meh, but that's just me. I don't care. I love the Justice League. If I get any more chance to go to that world, I'm gonna go. <laughs> about about team up movies. Well, actually, before we get into that, uh, so coffee. John DiMaggio <laughs> loves coffee. <laughs> but, but with John uh, DiMaggio, I can't not hear Bender. <laughs> or Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> now, is there still like five different Joker movies coming out? Or have no, they been canceled? They, this is the only one. Good. No, they they whittled it down to three. Yeah. Uh, so what if this ties into the Batman no. movie coming out? Stop it. Stop, no, stop. Stop, Leo. Where's my newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> I think your cat took it. <laughs> it could. It could. No, I don't think no. it's going to be. Because my, Matt Reeves already said it's going to be a, a basic standalone. They said this probably won't even tie into what's already out there. It's going to be a like a Batman Begins type movie. It could. No, just stop. <laughs> stop watching DC Universe. Stop. Actually, I, I, I log in every Did night. you renew it? No. No, I I, I I bought a year, so my renewal is not up until like September or something. I log in every now and then, and I'm like, uh, there's really nothing to watch. This is all shit that you can pick up at the dollar bin in Walmart. So I also think they're going to announce uh, Swamp Swamp Thing stuff soon. Yeah. Well, it's coming out in when? September? May? June? I don't know. July? Uh, tight, tight. But it's they announced they announced a. They announced a release date, and they also released a photo of Star Girl, because yeah, that's a problem. That. 
that that's a property people have been scratching to do a show about. Yeah. I would really love if I like, stood up and had a Stargirl t-shirt like, oh, yeah, those 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 a-holes like that. I, 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 you, you're the one who just called yourself an a-hole. I said, who has been asking for that property? <laughs> and you're like, oh, those a-holes over there. Like, look at my shirt. I'm an a-hole if I had this. No, come on, Alex. <laughs> oh, you're better than that. You're a better <laughs> person. Uh, you know who is a better person also? Deadly Grounds Coffee. Tony Stark. That's a te- dude. I teed you up a better transition. You man. did, you did, you did. But I couldn't get us back there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, like fuck your transition. <laughs> and also, Tony Stark subjectively like can be bad at times. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Like what Tony Civil Stark? War. The al- yeah. The, the the alcoholic person, like the alcoholic Tony Stark, the rapey Tony Stark, and no, all that tank pen. Never mind. <laughs> So Avengers, t- uh, Avengers is like everywhere this week. Uh, new trailer dropped. Tickets dropped. By the way, they need to stop now with the trailers. It's getting unbelievably ridiculous, and you're going to yep. start spoiling plot points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you literally just, oh, Tony makes it home. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Does he, though? But does he? We, we you see can him. never trust the trailers. We see him hugging... Uh, yeah, uh, he's off the spaceship and then Rocket and Nebula sitting on the spaceship stairs. Like, he's also a fever dream. He's also. <laughs> and then the Russo brothers are just going to show up on the screen going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how about that? How about that, Apples? <laughs> but it comes to a point where it's just like. There's guys, three more hours of us just repeating Howard the Duck the movie. Evil bastards. <laughs> <laughs> It literally comes to we a point that you guys don't need to advertise the movie anymore. You crashed all the servers on yeah. Monday, on Tuesday, to order tickets, as well oh. as you sold three times as amount of tickets pre-sale than any other movie ever pre-sale tickets before. You don't need to advertise this movie anymore. And here's the thing: why say the tickets are going to go on sale at 8 a.m. and they go on sale at 5 a.m. Uh, no, that's 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 a lie because I woke up at six thirty and the tickets weren't available at that point. Okay, I, I so, somebody said online because everything you read online, but it, I, no, there were random places that oh yeah. it was on and they just hit at the right time. Yeah. But when I logged in, when I woke up, because I didn't know when the tickets were going to go live, I logged in and clicked the Fandango time. It wouldn't. They're like, come coming soon, coming soon. Yeah. And then when I saw online, people were buying tickets. And I think you sent a message to the group basically being like, wow, they're already selling out. That's when I logged in and got my tickets. Yeah, I logged in at 7.50, I think it was. And um, my theater, the first showing was already halfway sold out. Well, I love the reserve seating. I really do. But it comes to a point where you put two seats in there and then they're like taken. I'm like, if I'm picking these seats, you can't then just sell the same seats. Like... But that kind of got ridiculous. So I started playing around with uh, Fandango today and uh, looking at different theaters. And there's a theater I used to go to that's about half an hour away. And they're still selling tickets and it's not reserved seating. So I could easily see them overselling the the amount of tickets. And, I mean, then it's just a race for a seat. Well, they could always fix that problem in a snap. Yeah. (laughs) And and the thing is, they're probably... (laughs) Standing, what's up? No, I'm leaving. Nope. <laughs> uh, and chances are they're probably going to open other uh, theaters as well. Not theaters, but other that's showings. That's one thing, too. Like, 
uh, the RPX by us has one showing at 640. Yep. Are you telling me you guys don't have another RPX showing at 10 o'clock or 1030? Like, the, I, I was blown away by that, being like, you have one RPX screening on opening night? Like, that's crazy. Well, uh, my theater had has four showings, uh, two in 3D and two in regular. Uh, six. 3D. Stop with the 3D. Like, it's stupid. Well, I know it's stupid. That's why I bought just regular regular tickets. Six uh, six p.m. I'm going Thursday night, and then I really uh, don't like putting the 3D glasses over my glasses. I don't like that. Oh, they have uh, on Amazon. They have uh, 3D glasses that clip onto your regular glasses. That involves ordering something from Amazon, and I do that like never. Perumph. I, I, I <laughs> Kevin Basically. Kevin suggested I order a pair. I did, and I haven't used them yet. <laughs> No. And why'd you get? <laughs> I haven't gone we to a 3D. Are you going to use them at the theater? Have you been only going for 3D movies because you have those? No. We're we're going 7:10 on Friday. Um, that was the best available with decent seats. What day does it come out? Uh, the 25th is the Thursday night showings. God damn! It's on the 25th. It's nearly already sold out and shit. That's nuts. Well, they, they they said they're they've already surpassed the original record three times over for pre-sale tickets. Yep. Yeah, like it's on pace for an eight hundred million dollar worldwide opening. That is insane. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm sitting there being like, again, it goes back to a conversation we had like a couple months ago, being like, did anybody really need to advertise this movie? Like, you could have put out a poster and being like, comes, you could have the Russo brothers walk out and sit in a chair look at each other, hold up the title card with, like, the name of the movie, and then hold up a date, and then them walk off In screen. Cran. In Cran. Yeah. Like, and then it had 300 million views. Like, Here's the thing. Essentially, that's what they did, is, you know, just releasing the times on Fandango. How much press did that already get? I mean, I, I was logging on throughout the weekend before somebody said, oh, tickets are going on sale Tuesday. And Fandango was going so wicked slow over the weekend. I've never been in a, a queue, an automatic waiting room yep. queue for movie <laughs> tickets. We're in the future, people. I thought I was waiting to buy like World Series tickets or like Rolling Stone tickets. Yep. Like you're you're the next one in line. Oh, I'm like, what what's what is going on here? Like, it's movie tickets. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do you know what movie I feel really really bad for? What's that? Uh, a Spider-Man. Why is that? It's coming out two months after. Or it comes out in July, and everybody's going to be at this high peak of like the expectations of Marvel. If if Endgame, if Endgame is as good as people are saying it, it is, you better hope that it plateaus or goes up a little bit more. Because if that whatever expectations go down, you don't have another movie coming out until like September of 2020. Yeah, well, I think it'll do fine, but clearly it doesn't have the huge as impact as the last one. But yeah, also if we're speaking of people that should not show anything, goddamn it, Sony should have not said shit about Homecoming. Or far, sorry, Far From Home. Sorry, well, Far they, From Home. They, or they, far they, From Home. Yeah, yeah. You confuse me. <laughs> so, I yeah. that. They still oh, need yeah. to. They still need to sell tickets, so they need to show something. Um. No. These movies can sell themselves. Like oh, you can put a poster up and like, here's but, my money. Like, so so let, let's look back at. But it. it's Sony's decision. That's what's yeah. bullshit. Is that you know if Marvel made the marketing decision, they would not say shit because they know 
that Sony fucked up by saying that like, oh yeah, there's gonna be another one. Like well, we know there's gonna be another one, but we want to see how it unfolds and not like have complete spoilers. Like, oh yeah, it just turns out fine. Well, it's the reason why they released the Captain Marvel Avengers Endgame trailer after Cap Marvel came out for people could see the movie and not spoil how she gets there. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It, I'm. Still it's dumb. I I mean, like I said, it's now getting to a point where like. I saw the last trailer that came out on Tuesday. That got me excited. It got to a point where I'm like, I, I, I kind of got to go on media blackout for Avengers because I feel like the more TV spots I watch, the more stuff, because you've seen a tonal change in these trailers, which I wasn't expecting. Yep. You start the first couple trailers off as, this is it. We're, we're trying to build ourselves back up. We don't know what to do. Melancholy. Uh, very yeah very now it's like oh the the team's back together we we got this like i mean like cool i don't think it's i don't think it's as cheery as you're making it i I think that they're trying to show like they have hope now they have a plan that they have some kind of okay princess leia As he pulls out his S T shirt. <laughs> like I like I understand for hope. But like we pronounce you, it soap. Yes. Soap. Uh but I'm sitting there like you don't need to show all this stuff. Like I understand you know they're gonna fight Thanos again. You know this is going to happen. If you don't, you shouldn't be seeing this movie. Like if you know anything about storytelling, you know there's gonna be a redemption arc. Like it got to a point where I'm sitting like, I want, I, I want to be surprised when Tommy Stark shows up and, and gets back to Earth. I want to be surprised when they fight Thanos again and you have these epic shots. Again, we have to take what we can with a grain of salt because trailers lie to us now. But, like, I... The, 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 the war machine that's actually fighting Thanos. Yeah, but, 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 you, but you sit there and you see all three of the guys, you know, Cap, Thor, and Iron Man all walking towards Thanos. You're sitting there being like, that's an epic shot. Like, that's really cool. How do they get there? I don't want. I don't want to fill in gaps. I want to be. I want to be. I want to be along for the yeah, whole. Yeah, you, you don't. You want. You don't want to be a crazy guy who rewatches the trailer like eight times, then goes to Reddit to try to compile together and get the story. You know that, that'd well, be fucking true. yeah. Like, could you imagine if you did that? You had the time to keep rewatching it until you could actually pinpoint like that's so and so, that's so and so, and then confirm it online. That would be fucking weird if someone did that. <laughs> Or also, like, too, I, I mean, you're watching, you, you could watch the movie and basically be like, <laughs> Sorry, hold on. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's basically to a point now, like, you're going to watch all these trailers and you can start, like, pinpointing, like, Oh, I know what happens next. I know where this scene is going. Like, yeah, I, don't, well, I, I don't like that in movies anymore. I mean, yeah. the thing is, you know, they keep on showing more and more, and this is going to start, you know, along with the uh, spoilers that are on the toys. Uh, it's going to start confirming some of these fan theories that are out there that they keep on throwing in these news sources every single day is, you know, five different new fan theories. And, you know, even just going through your news source, just seeing the titles re- reveal stuff, and it's just... I agree with you. They need to stop. They can't show any more trailers. Just go on media silence yeah. for the next three weeks until we get to the movie. What What I hate more than just spoilers are accidental spoilers. Yeah. That's it's why it's like, again, like, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm not as, like, upset by it because I don't trust anything that the trailers are coming out with because 
like maybe that's not Tony Stark or maybe that's like they because they have a 3D print of him you know like they can do whatever they want they have a 3D scan of him at Disney they can do whatever they want with his model you know they can just toss him anywhere if they want to um, but you know like uh, I, I like how upset would you be if you found out that it does turn out Ant-Man goes up Thanos' ass like Leo loves he loves that joke um since I, I see him online talking about yeah. that. <laughs> how how did that become a thing? I mean, well, the joke the joke was like, it, I saw the joke I saw was he goes into his head, his ear, and then gets big in his head, and his head pops off. Yeah. I didn't see the butt one until recently. It's become a meme. It's yeah. well, well, then Josh Brolin got involved in it, which was fantastic. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great guerrilla marketing there. The one thing I did enjoy, and I'll take this, is hearing Josh Brolin as Thanos again, being like, you guys lost everything and you're back to me. Like, you had, this was inevitable that, you know, you would come back to me to to, to get everything you lost. And when when he said that, I kind of was like, this is why this character is awesome. And you, it goes one of those things, like, you look back, it was like, that's why you're the perfect casting for Thanos. Like, yep. So that that part is like, I really want some more philosophy from Thanos because I think the way Josh Brolin kind of breaks it down is very much like, I could take a class with you, and if I fail, I don't exist anymore. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about the grade anymore. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of Thanos, I know we need to uh, talk about the snapping in our next show, so we'll get to that. Uh, but real quick, uh, there was a new trailer that dropped this week for The Dead Don't Die. Yep. Did I you, saw it. I did not. No. I it looks good. Um I'm very I I'm starting to like Adam Driver, not as Kylo Ren. Yep. I agree. Him I agree. Him teamed up with Bill Murray seems like comedic genius. Oh yeah, he's like he's like zombies, you know, undead, ghouls. He's very dry. Like, what? Well, I when he was on SNL as Matt the radar tech. Oh yeah. Yep. I said that being like, I'm sold. And then him kind of in other stuff throughout, I'm just like I'm okay with this. Yeah, I hope to see more yeah. comedies. He definitely Well he was in the what is it, the Don Quixote movie that took thirty years to make or whatever it was. Yeah. I saw I oh yeah, I think I saw that I forget what movie. I think I saw the the bright side and that was uh one of the trailers for it. Yeah. I'm the looking at yeah. girls. Did none of you guys watch girls on HBO? I don't have HBO. No. I don't watch girls because I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a very, what was it? Um, not Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> You've been paying attention. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, oh, what the hell? The Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Oh, okay movie that came out last year boys I have no idea what you're scouts okay scouts guide to the zombie apocalypse it was a zombie comedy I got that vibe off of this trailer Uh, so the dead don't die the greatest zombie cast ever disassembled starring Bill Murray Adam Driver Tilda Swinton uh, Chloe Savini uh, Steve Buscemi Danny Glover, Buscemi. Buscemi, okay. 
Tons of people. Looks awesome. I, I'm excited for it because I saw that Tilda Swinton is going to be kind of a kung fu kicking. Yes. Uh, um, kung fu kicking thing. But I, I definitely know that's got to be a reference or at least a love letter to uh, uh, Dead Alive. Because if anyone remembers the priest in that movie where he goes, I kick ass for the Lord, and then starts kicking zombie asses in the graveyard, which is great. I bet that's a, either a reference to that or something, but it looks like there's going to be a little bit of love for classic movies in that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to definitely be a nice little change of pace because what, Zombieland 2 comes out next year? It's hard to keep zombies fresh in all senses, you know? But, but like, you know, because The Walking Dead is terrible, so... No, you know. no, 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 stop no, it. no. Nope, stop it. Nope, nope. Girls, this, stop fighting. I've been watching this, you too long to this fight. Season, you can't. This season kicked ass. Get yeah, back, that's get why back they lost into another it. five million viewers. I don't also, care. Also, Resident Evil 2 did a great job reviving zombies and making them scary. Check out Resident Evil 2 if you get the chance. The brand new game they did. The remake, yeah. Andrew yeah, Lincoln has said that he wished he stayed on after season seeing this season. Uh, yeah, but he's just going to be doing the movie. Yeah, but yeah, it, I, mean, I mean, also Andrew Lincoln's like, I don't get paid anymore. I I wish I hung around. I'm I'm for, sure he you know, he's yeah, sure residual checks. Yeah, 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 I'm sure what he makes in residuals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they're probably pacing around the you know Disney Studio lot and saying like, you guys need someone else in the films. <laughs> well, apparently he's still going on set and just hanging out and you know giving advice to the people that are still there well he, he was he directed a couple episodes right i'm not sure oh, that's cool I, I i just know on talking that they were talking about him just hanging around on set uh and uh but yeah this season they turn things around and it's awesome i highly recommend it i haven't seen it in a while and yeah. You know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to assume that he's just a forest ghost. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, we should wrap things up because uh, we have some other stuff to talk about. Um, anything else you guys need to say? Get off your chest before we wrap it up. Um, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. I said my piece. Okay. Alex, where do you like people following you? You can find me at, at purealexhoy at Twitter and instagram i have a twitch you can see my art streams um and uh i have a lot of exciting projects coming up and a few cons i'm going to be vending at you can find me at scaracon and most definitely later on at rock and shock but um gonna i'm gonna post uh more shows that i might be doing but i'll tune in and i'll let you know what's happening cool beans yo yo um, you can find me at Boy Meets Phone on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, Yo Saint Laurent on those same social media channels. And when I actually don't have you know to work, I I, I am on shows. I am on on shows. <laughs> James, you can find me at the tweets and the Instagrams at pure underscore Alex Hoy. Um, He's right. Yep. No, I say this every week. Definitely check out Alex's stuff. It actually is really, really good. Um, and if Thank you have you. a chance to shoot on his social medias, he's actually uh, a good guy to talk to. You know, his art is really good. And are you still doing commissions yet, or are you still behind? 
I'm I'm not behind commissions. I am closing commissions because I have a lot on my plate. Okay. Um, so, but like I said, if you want maybe a good eye to look at your art, he might be a good person to reach out to or just to kind of get some feedback and thoughts and prayers and whatever. Um, but definitely check him out. You're telling He's, people to send their prayers to me. I don't know. What else do you want to say? I'm trying to pump you up, sir. Like, I'm trying to give you some love. Uh, ladies, if you want to find me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can find me at Longtime Storm on the tweets and the Instagrams, um, as well as here on the Dorkening uh, Podcast Network. Um, I'm here with the Dorks po- Dork the Podcast, as well as our comic book uh, club discussion. And, uh, you know, I am around and I'll be at some of the cons this year. So definitely check us out. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as James says, uh, you know, we do this show multiple times a week. You are listening to Dorks, the podcast, and uh, this drops every Thursday. So make sure you subscribe and uh, just get new episodes as soon as they're out. Uh, also, we yeah, do the Dork. Do it. <laughs> uh, we do-, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, or we'll make fun of you on stage, and some people yeah. get that reference. Uh, uh, we also do our comic book show, which we're going to record after this, and uh, the Dorkening live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Wicked Horror Show is every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern live, and also a couple other shows on the network. We have That Strange Show, also Secret Underground Hideout, and uh, hopefully soon we'll get more Dork Physique. Well, it's like more dark pregnancy, um, but probably something after That's the technically a physique. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but I want to end the show with Alex. X going to give it to you. You know, right now your wife is technically like a bionic mech suit, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the dorkiest shit you could think of. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> So yeah, so, so so definitely check out that show. It's on the uh, in the archives as of right now. Yeah, season one, and we'll catch you guys later. Bye, bye. Get out of here.